Water is an essential resource, and water infrastructure is a fundamental component of prosperous, healthy economies. However, like all infrastructure sectors, the water industry has a responsibility to reduce its impact on climate change. According to Water UK, the use, storage and distribution of water is responsible for around 10% of the planet's greenhouse gas emissions. Energy use is by far the biggest contributor to operational greenhouse gas emissions for the water sector. Water treatment, purification and distribution use a significant amount of energy and the sector has traditionally relied on power that is generated using fossil fuels such as coal, oil and gas. However, the industry is now taking major strides to decarbonize its energy consumption by swapping to renewable energy solutions. Many water companies are generating their own electricity on site using solar, wind or biomethane production, as well as buying from green electricity suppliers. According to Water UK's Net Zero 2030 route map, UK-based water companies have almost halved their operational emissions since 2011 as a result of these actions. Now, water companies are starting to tackle emissions from other activities, including looking for alternatives to the chemicals that are used in water purification and treatment. Chemical production tends to be energy intensive and can also involve the extraction of natural resources. So lower carbon alternatives such as natural processes can have major sustainability benefits. The UK's Climate Change Act has set a legally binding target for the country to achieve net zero carbon by 2050. However, the UK water industry has set out a route map to become net zero by 2030, 20 years ahead of the government's target. According to the industry, if it meets this target, 10 million tonnes of greenhouse gases can be saved. The industry estimates if it meets this target, 10 million tonnes of greenhouse gases can be saved. Not all carbon emissions occurred during the operational phase of an infrastructure asset, so it was important that engineers take a whole-life carbon approach to the planning, procurement, design, construction, operation and maintenance of any water infrastructure. Whole-life carbon takes account of embodied carbon, that's the total greenhouse gas emissions arising from the extraction and manufacture of construction materials, transport and construction activities, as well as operational and end-of-life emissions. Adopting a whole-life approach to carbon enables civil engineers to identify the carbon emitted at every stage of an asset's life cycle, and then to work out how to make the biggest carbon reduction impacts. Explore our additional content on this topic, the Knowledge Pack and Podcast, on the IC Knowledge Hub to learn more about the decarbonisation of water and put yourself in the best position to make a difference.